Dope Discussions Podcast. Dope discussions, gay to Erica, woke discussions. Mob ties, how they rock and think they both was cousins. Gifting you with their words so you might know you something. Just go and look for them live, they do it every Sunday. Every Sunday. And we gon' bring you that dope. And we gon' bring you that dope. It's gay to beat it, baby. May state to state, baby, coast to coast. Like the vibe, baby, spark the jokes. And we gon' bring you that dope. Come talk with Erica, man, talk with G. And all you gotta do is talk with me. And we gon' bring you that dope. And we gon' bring you that dope. And we gon' bring you that dope. And we gon' bring you that Hey, 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 good evening, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back to another dope discussion. Hey, I had to break it down a little bit, you know. <laughs> What's up, Gator? What's going on? Everybody in the virtual congregation, how y'all are doing? Hopefully, y'all are doing good tonight. Erica, how was your Mother's Day? It was lovely. I got <laughs> I got some rest. I got some nice gifts, and I didn't do nothing. Right, right. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. Sometimes you need the reward is the rest, right? So sometimes you need to make sure that you get that that rest in, so that you you know don't go kaput later. So that's actually awesome. Yeah, my favorite thing to do on a Sunday and on Mother's Day. Hey, Love Tucker. Love Tucker said, don't hurt Love. yourself, Gator. <laughs> oh, no, look, look, trust me. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be limping. I'm going to be talking about it later. Like, oh, Lord. <laughs> I, I, I pulled the muscle. I pulled the muscle. <laughs> my accidental. <laughs> <laughs> Something you made up right fast. Uh, right. <laughs> Well, welcome back, everybody. This is another Dope Discussion Sunday, and we got another dope topic for y'all today. We're going to be talking about female misogyny, and in other words, internalized sexism. Um, I thought of this, and, and I, I wanted to preface this uh, conversation with, um, in my opinion, I don't believe any of us will escape some level of misogynistic beliefs, whether it's conscious or subconscious, because we live in a patriarchal society. Mm -hmm. So there's really no way to escape it. But what I realized in the, in the things that we're going to talk about and the things we're going to get into, I've subscribed to a lot of these things myself. But as I became more self-aware, and then I started to pay attention when I hear other people say some of the things that I used to say. Right, right. That's when I started to notice that, ooh, that don't even sound right. That sounds yeah. kind of, you know, that sound kind of harsh or that sounds just wrong. 
Right, right, right. We think we think of things like that though because it's it, we we don't think of those things a lot of times because it's learned behavior. It's mm-hmm. almost like you know tying your shoes. After a while, you know when you first learn to tie your shoes, it it might be like okay, I got to put this through the loop and then go through here. But now it's just like a learned behavior. It's just there, and that's what a lot of this is. It's literally things that you see and you see enough. To where all of a sudden it's just repeat behavior. That's just how things are. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. it it it's not breaking any curses, <laughs> no generational curses. And if anything, it's making the situation worse when we're in a path of healing right now in our right. community. Right. And so before we get deep into the topic, I just want to ask everybody if you're new to the channel or if you're a returning viewer, please like this video, subscribe to our channel, share this video with someone else. I really, really want to get a, uh, uh, an array of perspectives on mm-hmm. this topic. I would love to hear what y'all have to say in the comments about your personal experience with this topic. Do you feel like a lot of this stuff is normalized? Have you started to notice that a lot of the things we used to say that we used to believe in is starting to now feel wrong to you as you're on your you know your healing journey your self-awareness journey so please share with us in the comments let's see love tucker says seems this happened when women don't want to vote for women for no reason yeah for no reason other than they believe that a man would do it better or they believe that a man is is smarter or you know and, and a lot of times a lot of women have this um this idea that I can deal with men better because I can trust them. Whereas I, I feel like women are trying to compete with me or women would be jealous of me. Yeah. And, and you know what the perfect example of the, what, what love is talking about too is um, what happened in Georgia a couple of years ago with uh, when Stacey Abrams was running for governor against, you know, Brian Kemp. A lot of people think that it was just a whole bunch of, you know, conservatives that was just coming down on her. And that's the reason that she lost if you look at the voting records, there were a lot of men and a lot of women, you know, black men and women who polled said they would rather a man be in that position. They just didn't mm. see that a woman could be that, you know, said that in a, in a position like that, a high ranking position. So that is a deep rooted thing. There's deep rooted misogyny all around in those scenarios. Yeah. And I compare it to racism in our country we've become so used to racism in this country that some of some of our black people will either will even soak that stuff in and then portray it against other black people mm-hmm. and that's the same thing with misogyny and what women do it's like if i can't beat them join them mm-hmm. um so i want to bring up the the definition that i found on um internalized misogyny and it says internalized misogyny is when sexist behaviors and attitudes are enacted by women towards other women and girls this is often due to acceptance of the belief that their own gender is inferior to men living in a sexist society and frequently observing behaviors that demean women can lead to women and girls eventually internalizing misogynistic beliefs Internalized misogyny can be expressed in various ways from mistrust of women to gender discrimination to the perpetuation 
of harmful sexist stereotypes. Mm-hmm. And that's what we were just saying. You know where you hear this a lot? When I talk to a lot of women that have worked in call centers and things like that, one of the first things they will say is, you know, I don't want to go to an environment like that. I don't want to work around a lot of women because you know how women are. I've been guilty of that. I don't know how women are, but, (laughs) (laughs) you know, I mean, but and and I guess it's an understood, quote unquote, thing with them that, oh, well, you know, women are going to be catty. Women are going to be, you know, this, this, this. I'd rather work for a man because I know he's going to have his thing together. Uh, they got a lot of lost brothers out here too. <laughs> Ooh, I've been guilty of that. I've said that before and I look back on it now and it came from a place of distrust. It came from a place of um it came from a place of just hurt because I had mm-hmm. friendships in the past where I was I felt like I was more of a friend to that person than they was to me. And so that was just my unresolved you know, um, trauma, I guess you would say from being in relationships with girls in the past. And it wasn't, it was me projecting onto all women. Mm. So that sound familiar. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it definitely does. You know, I have never experienced it myself, but I have been around people who have said the exact same thing that you, (laughs) that you Mm -hmm. just said. Mm-hmm. And and I was in my bed today. I wrote down a lot of key points, a lot of things that that we probably heard and probably even said ourselves and don't even realize that it's a it's a misogynistic belief. Um, first of all, I want to say that women who predicate their worthiness around the ability to get a man or keep a man. Mm. Mm. that's internalized misogyny. And then we project that onto other women. That's why you ain't got no man. That's why you can't keep no man. Mm. We say mm. that stuff to each other. Right. Those and then like we low try to, lows too. Oh yeah. Very <laughs> low bows. And then we try to critique other women about how they should change their personality and how they should do this and how they should do this and how they should carry themselves in order to attract a man. If that's your value and if that's what you want to do, that's fine. But for you to try to project that onto other women and tell other women you're not a real woman or you're too masculine or you're this or you're that. And this is what you need to do if you want to get men or get a man. You don't even hear you don't even hear if you just change the sex of that person. And if you heard a man saying that same thing, you would be pissed off and you would be offended. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. And and it's it's sad that you see it. It's almost like, you know, especially when you get on social media, you go to like, you know, a TikTok or, or something like that. You look at some of the comments on a lot of the videos where they talk about, you know, empowerment and things like that. And there's a lot of times where you see women on those videos, you know, saying, well, that's not how you keep a man. That's not how you get a man. I want to know when getting a man or getting a partner in general became the basis of your self-worth, right? Mm. And what happens a lot of times in these scenarios is that that's what these women do because they don't have any other card to throw. 
so they they say, okay, well, you know, that's why you can't get a man. Do you have a man? If you do, are you happy? Are you? My goal isn't to find a a partner. My my goal is to you know heal myself and find the partner or the right one. You know, you don't just take anybody. Right. <laughs> you know. Right. Don't and, have somebody and, just to have somebody just to say that I'm better than you because I at least I got a man. Right. Well, one of the things that's crazy about that is that part of this misogyny, this self, this inner misogyny, a lot of times you get the syndrome where women will say, well, yeah, that's what men do. That's just how a man is. Right. So, yeah, if you want a man, you're just going to have to deal with this particular type of behavior or that particular type of behavior. And that's that's the worst part about it, because what you're doing is you're basically telling people that, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's basically voicing that inner misogyny to them and being like, OK, well, you know what? You're going to have to deal with this particular thing if you want to have a man. Mm-hmm. And many times that's toxic behaviors that they're telling these women to deal with or other women to deal with just so they can have a man. Well, you know how men be, they, you know, they, they cheat, you know, mm-hmm. men cheat. So that, and, and we don't even think of it as a misogynistic thing or inner misogynistic thing, but that's exactly what it is because we're thinking, or, or, you know, women in that scenario are thinking that, oh, well, this is just how men are supposed to be. And, you know, that's what they're reflecting to these these other young women who are in need of advice. Yeah, it's a the ultimate goal in life is to snag a man by any means necessary. You're going to have to put up with some stuff. You're going to have to change yourself and and um, right. move some things around in order to get him. And in a, in, in a lot of cases, it's manipulation. Yeah. It's manipulation yeah. is change yourself into something different to snag him. Exactly. Then once you get him, then you can, you know, you might be able to be yourself once you get him. But this is what you do to get him. Right. You do, you do all of these things that you know that's not you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it's not you, but this is what a man likes, and this is what you're gonna have to deal with with this man. Yeah, you know he out here, you know he cussing me out. He put his hands on me, but guess what? You know, I mean, men do that sometimes. I shouldn't have made him angry. Yeah, mm-hmm. you shouldn't have made him angry, girl. That's what it is. I've seen that up yeah. close to personal before, where it's yeah. just like you know, and and unfortunately, we don't talk about it. A lot of it comes from you know dealing with people in the church because they will tell you they have a kind of idealized thought of how men are and they will tell you to do this and do that just to save a marriage you know Mm -hmm. know, yeah you know men cheat but you know you don't forgive them no no (laughs) oh he's slapping you upside the head just just don't do just, don't do what he what make him mad or just stay right. out of his way. Stay stay out of his way and pray about it. Yeah. No. Pray about it. Pray that the Lord change his heart. Right, right. Oh, uh, right. how about I snatch it out of his chest? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> how about another... I change these locks? <laughs> yes. Here's another big one. I'm different from other women. Men treat me with respect because of the way I carry myself. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. The, the, the holier than thou is yeah. what they call it. Yeah. The holier than thou. 
And and many times you look at those people and you wonder, do men really respect you? Or is that something that, you know, an attitude that you've kind of held to, you know, because you're doing everything to cater to a man's um, whims, you know, and I'm not saying, you know, you can't cater to a partner, but what I'm saying is you putting yourself all out of the way just so that you could, you know, possibly later down the line, keep this particular man, which is craziness. And, and the, the mindset is so multi-layered and complex because I don't think many women start out this way. I think over time, we just gradually adapt to it because remember back in the day when we used to complain about the music and how women were being sexualized and how men were calling us bees and hoes till gradually it became, okay, well, we're going to start doing it too. Because anytime you're set up in a system where it's a hierarchy, it's, it's like you get into survival mode and your, your biggest goal is to make sure that you're not at the bottom of that totem pole. And so if I have to raise myself to a higher level than the people who are just like me in order for me to be able to survive, then that's what I'll do. And so I'm going to separate myself because this society looks down upon women and Mm -hmm. this society says you have to be this, this, and this to be considered a valuable woman. And so what I'm going to do is separate myself from other women. Right. And I'm going to put myself higher and closer to the top. Right. Right. By stepping on other women. Exactly. You're you're the one who cut women off at the knees mm-hmm. all the time. You know, well, well, you know, in my distinguished opinion, <laughs> those types of scenarios. Right. Yeah. Q says anyone who has to announce something like that isn't genuine. Right. No, the loudest, the loudest one in the crowd is the one that's trying to get the most attention and ain't got nothing else to offer. Mm-hmm. I ain't got to tell you. How, how awesome I am or how real I am. And if I have to tell you this repeatedly, then I'm probably not as awesome and distinguished as I claim to be. <laughs> <laughs> Queen, Queen Cole said the saints, woo, Lord, they can be more harmful than helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when it you get that holier can. than thy attitude, um, yeah. another one I put on my list is that women, women who post sexy pictures are sluts. And I think we've all to some degree have judged women who post sexy pictures and stuff like that. But I had to realize just cause I ain't posted sexy pictures don't mean I ain't never been a slut before. Mm. Mm. I just didn't post it. Mm. You just didn't post the pics. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> okay. They got so, a lot of undercover. Yeah, it's a lot of <laughs> undercover Slutch. It's a lot of sluts in church that wear three-piece suits every day, buttoned up to the top. You don't see none of their skin, but behind closed doors, they do mm. it more than the Instagram models. Mm, mm. Mm, mm, mm. That's sad. 
Why so, are you always in past the office? I'm just saying. Some you can't judge Instagram. people by the their cup, the book by the cover, because I recently this is this is a movie that came out a long time ago, but recently they just remade this um series on Hulu called Candy. It's about this woman from Texas who was having an affair with her best friend's husband. The woman found out about it mm-hmm. and she chopped the woman up 41 times with an axe. And when you see the pictures of this woman, you would never ever believe she would do something like that. Mm. You never know. She looked like such a plain Jane nobody. Look, you never know what's behind behind this this mask that we all wear. Mm-hmm. You never know what's going on in somebody's mind, you know. Right. And so what we've done is we've adopted a system of the way you dress and the way you present yourself qualifies for how much respect you deserve. Right. And you know, it's weird. Um, We live in a weird time, right? Because I I was talking to an influencer um, earlier in the week and um, you know, for my job and she is one of those, what you would consider Instagram models quote unquote Mm -hmm. but she was like yeah i mean they i take the racy pictures i do all that kind of stuff but that's what sells and now i've taken the money that i've gotten from the you know the the endorsements that i've done and all that kind of stuff i have my business going now i'm you know pushing uh my 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 health and beauty products and she actually has a pretty big following based on those on her beauty products as well so Mm -hmm. It's a weird thing. You can't judge that person because they're taking the 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 slutty quote unquote pictures, but you also can't judge that person who thinks that they you know come across as quiet and weak either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Love Tucker says what some people don't realize: if you're sexy, then no matter what you're wearing, it's a sexy picture. And I agree. And there's so many women who have been criticized and ostracized for wearing certain clothes but it's their it's their physical shape and it's yeah. like no matter what they wear their shape is going to show so exactly. what you want them to wear a garbage bag right exactly now now again we're in a very strange time there's some people you know 10 15 years ago that you know with this this natural thing this is just how you shape now these folks buying these shapes. So, <laughs> you know, just saying. And, and that's another thing that I also had to work on myself on is, yeah, I, I have an opinion of what I think is beautiful, but mm-hmm. it's not my decision to decide for another woman what she thinks is beautiful. Right. And it's not my place to say, Oh, she must not love herself. If she wears, all she want to wear is weaves and makeup. Oh, she must don't love herself. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I liked you before you had all that on, but that ain't my business, though. Right, exactly. I mean, that's what somebody likes. I mean, it's all about what you like and what Mm -hmm. you feel when you look in the mirror. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, if if I don't like the way I look in a wife beater, you know what I'm saying, or you know, just a tank top or whatever, why would I be like, okay, well, I need to. It's hot outside, so I need to wear this outside. No, the same thing. That don't mean and I, that don't mean that if you got an ant booty, I ain't. I'ma still laugh, but that's oh, I'm gonna that, be the first one to laugh. That's your ant booty. Saying. I can't tell you if you like it. I love it. Right, right, right. I mean, I'm gonna still laugh. <laughs> I mean, some people laugh at me. You know, I come outside. You know, one of my, you know, I was like, I got the love handles, and I know how. You know, hey, look, I, I wear it proudly. You know, right. Some people might be like, "Oh, well, I wouldn't wear that because it accentuates my love handles." And then, no, no, I'm good with it. Yeah, I might laugh, but I don't feel like you deserve any less respect than a mm. woman who hasn't had surgery. You know, I wouldn't go out of my way to make you feel uncomfortable or point at you or laugh at you. I would treat you like any other person. That's right. what that's what's wrong with this world is that they feel like if they don't like something or if they don't agree with something, they have the right to disrespect another person. Yeah, right. People, so people are really big on that these days. <laughs> yes. Um, another one that we've heard a lot is if you want to keep your man at home, you got to give him all the sex he wants. Right. I, I hear that a lot. And to be completely honest, I, I've never met a woman who was like, okay, I will give him all the sex. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if I've ever met one of them. <laughs> True. Some, I, some of these men might can't handle. There's some women out here be giving they run from sure. their money, be like, shoot, I said I want their, their big girl crazy. Mm. <laughs> Fellas, you only think you want it every day, right? <laughs> I can't keep up with her. <laughs> right. You know? but, but but it does bring up a point that, you know, this is one of those things that, you know, it's 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 something that you always have heard. It's like tying shoes again, right? You've mm-hmm. always, you know, a lot of those people, especially a lot of folks in the church house, mm-hmm. continue to tell you this is how you keep your man at home. Yeah. If he, if he wants some, I don't care if your, your neck broke. Go ahead and try to, to try to try to twerk something for the fella. You know, no, it's not. It, it doesn't necessarily always work like that. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, if you're withholding sex for a reason, if you're not maybe just not feeling good that night or whatever, you would hope that your partner can understand you on a level to be like, oh, okay, well, it's cool. You know, mm-hmm. you would hope that your your partner doesn't look at you as a piece of meat, right? Like, you know. You would hope that your partner's not so completely emotionally distant from you that all they could think about is, oh, well, you ain't going to give me none? Well, I'm going to go out here and cheat. Mm-hmm. Huh? And there's plenty of women who will side with that man and say, yeah. girl, if that was my husband, I'd be bending over every day. You got to keep that man at home. That's what men do. You got to give them. So... And and that's another that's another red flag right there is if yeah. I was you. Whenever somebody starts a sentence with if I was you, mm. you not me though. You're not. You're what not. you're doing is projecting your stuff on me. Right. Right. That's that becomes one of those scenarios where I feel like again, like that's putting you down. 
Yeah. Like you're not smart enough to figure out what's going on with the situation that you got at home. If mm-hmm. I was me, what I would do, mm-hmm. oh, you, oh, would you? Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you have a do you have a happy home going on? Do you, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Half the people that I've heard say if I was you, I I wouldn't trade places with them in a heartbeat. <laughs> I wouldn't, I, you know, because they they they're going through way more than I'm going through. A lot of times, them be the the loudest ones with the crappiest situations. Be the loudest one telling everybody else what they should be doing. Yep, trying to pull you down <laughs> into the abyss <laughs> with them. <laughs> Love Tucker said, "I'm so rude when someone says if I were you." Yeah, yeah. you gotta you gotta have a good comeback for that. Mm-hmm. But you ain't though. You probably yeah. wish you was. <laughs> mm, um here's another thing that i wrote down and it's it's a um i'm i'm a, i'm gonna I'm a step on some toes today because i got some notes and i'm a, i'm a, i'm a, i'm gonna step on some toes <laughs> <laughs> but i wrote this stuff down so another thing that i found interesting in the way that some women express their misogynistic beliefs some women go to the side of using their success and their accomplishments as currency for power. And Mm. then some women use their ability to attract men, their quote unquote femininity Mm. as their currency for power. But it's all the same. It's all about power. How close Mm. can I get to the power source? Right. Now, one of the things that I I actually had this discussion earlier today, there are people who like to sling degrees at you. Mm -hmm. You know, (laughs) there are a lot of women who will say, you know, well, I've got like seven or eight, ten different different degrees. And they'll do that with with some men in order to feel that that position of power. Mm -hmm. Right. Like you dumb. I'm smart. Right. <laughs> I'm accomplished. You're not. You know? Yeah. Um, and they, they, they push this on other women. Yeah. To where it, and, and they will tell other women, well, you just dumb. You, you just want to be a housewife or you just, you know, whatever, you know, take it from me. I mean, look, I got six degrees and uh, I know what I'm talking about. And 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 both at both ends of the spectrum, what they're trying to do is show themselves to be a more valuable choice for a mm-hmm. man. Because yeah. if I have all of these accomplishments, then I'm proving to a man that I don't want him for his money. I'm not a gold digger. Mm-hmm. On the yeah. other hand, the woman that's you know playing up her her role as a uh, you know, submissive and feminine. Men don't want to feel like they're in competition with their woman. They want a submissive woman. And these women who are doing all this, going to school and going to college, getting put in all these businesses, they're too masculine. Mm. So I both of them so. are competing with each other right. to get chosen. Exactly. And, and, and they shouldn't be. Because mm-hmm. when you're doing things like that, you're doing that for to, for betterment of self, not to make yourself a shinier lure for some man to come and snatch you up, mm-hmm. right? 
That's that's not that's not what it's about. It's about you know, like I say, finding a partner who's compatible with you, not slinging out all of these degrees and all this kind of stuff to to make you to make it seem like you're better than someone or you're more attractive than someone. To be completely honest, most men, the men that they're looking for when they're touting these degrees, mm-hmm. those particular men don't care what kind of degree you got. We not right. really, as long as you're working towards a goal, I used to tell people that I don't care. All I'm looking at is a, certain, a person's personality and a work effort. If she's sweet, she treats me well, and she's got, you know, a, a, a vision of what she likes to and a dream or whatever. Look, I could you, you working at Burger King. Oh, we could take over the world together. It don't matter, mm-hmm. you know. But if we're on two different pages, I don't care how many degrees you got, that page ain't going to turn. So it goes back to what I said earlier about when black people are trying to climb the ladder in a racist society, when women are doing this competing against each other to make themselves a better choice, you're competing in a system that was set up for you never to win anyway. Mm. Because these misogynistic men, they have an answer for each one of y'all. They're going to tell the woman with the degrees, men don't care about that stuff anyway. Mm. They're going to mm. tell the woman who doesn't have anything going for herself. Oh, you just want a man to sit back. You just want to sit back and let a man take care of you. Mm-hmm. So why are y'all competing against each other in a system that was designed for neither one of y'all to win? Nope. Not at all. Why y'all sitting there arguing about who's the best this and who's the best that and da 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 you could be spending that time improving yourself and bettering yourself for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, and these these femininity coaches. Who? Okay, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. That, go ahead. That's another one. That that's that's just another form of internalized misogyny and a competition between women. You're not feminine enough. You got to do this to get a man. You got to do that to get a man in order to attract a high quality or high value man. This is how you have to position yourself. This is how you have to carry yourself. It's all still the same end goal. You trying to do it to attract a man. You ain't doing it for yourself. Right. Right. You know, why? Why? Why do you need a femininity? I've never see, see stuff like that. I'm like, really? Like, why would someone need someone? Well, you know what? I'm not going to paint everything with a broad brush. But I am going to do some stenciling. Okay. So (laughs) (laughs) I see it online a lot where women are reaching out to other women and saying to them that they are not feminine enough. Mm -hmm. And when they start talking about femininity, the definition of what they consider femininity has nothing to do with you being in your own feminine. It all has to do with a male's perspective about what a woman should be. And then what they're doing is taking that misogynistic thought process that men have, and they're saying, okay, you know how you'd be more feminine in this scenario? How about you cook? How about you clean? A man don't want no woman that don't cook and clean. Oh, okay. 
All right, that we taking it back to 1930, but all right. Okay. <laughs> Do, you know, you need to make sure you cater into your man. I don't have a problem with that. Okay, but but what are, what are we talking about here? You got to make sure that he is, you know, is in the lead with finances. He can tell you what to do, what you know. Nah, I don't know. Uh, now we getting into some real rough territory here. You know, yeah. they they what they do is they they basically tell you everything you should do to make all of these little men that are online who think that they're high value men mind blow like oh okay well she's gonna just submit to me mm -hmm. how are you gonna submit to somebody who don't have a plan to submit to exactly that don't they, make sense they just missing the whole point what they're doing is they're they're trying to market to people who want a quick fix right and what they want to do is they they want to fix the exterior mm -hmm. and they're not digging into the interior Right. Because you can't you can't tell one woman how to express her femininity in another woman. They're all different. And right. every woman's going to have her own different way of how she expresses it and what it looks like. And so mm -hmm. if y'all want to be all cookie cutter. Which is is dumb. That's why when I first started talking about that feminine masculine stuff and I really started thinking about it, I was like, this is stupid because mm -hmm. not only does it, 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 it promotes misogyny, but it also, it rewards toxic, toxic masculinity toxic because when, women who have that mindset, they also have a skewed view of what a man a real man should look like and he has to be ultra masculine hyper masculine in order mm -hmm. to complement her femininity exactly you know he's got to be he's got to be the the toxic guy the bad boy quote unquote that everybody talks about you know he's got to mm -hmm. be able to rough there's the one of the the craziest memes that I've seen on TikTok recently is this whole thing about, you know, if he can't manhandle you a little bit, then, you know, he he's not the man for you. He's going <laughs> to have to, you know, hey, you, he's going to have to be a man that's going to handle me. I need a yeah. man that's going to put me in my place. Yeah. I, I don't, and I think I told, told you this before, and I said it on the show. I, I, I have a son. I'm not raising nobody else's child. Thank you. I saw you know a video saying? on TikTok where a girl was saying something about she was she was arguing with her boyfriend and he told her to shut the F up and she sat down and then she realized that that turned her on. Yeah, there's a lot of people that are like that. They're like, you know, if, if once he put me in my place to get me, but, but, but there's a lot of, of women who, who think that that's cool. Like they think it's fine to be like, okay, you know, uh, I'm gonna act like a brat. I'm gonna act like a, you know, what I'm saying, I'm, I'm gonna act out of my queenly character. You know, what I'm saying, issues. I'm gonna be here. I'm gonna, yeah, daddy issues, exactly. And then it's a scenario where once he go get in line and 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 yell at him and belittle him and all that. See, that's what I need. I need a man who gonna put me in my place when I'm acting out of line. 
Right, and tell what? and tell me when when I need to shut the air food. First of all, if you got a problem and you know that you get out of line sometimes, because a lot of them be like, you know, I'm a, I'm real tough to handle sometimes. I had somebody that I was trying to date one time that said that. Well, you know, I'm I'm real hard to handle sometimes, you know. But I mean, I'm like, oh, you real hard to handle later. Hey, what you talking about later? I, I look, I don't need nobody that's hard to handle and know they hard to handle, and you not doing the internal work to make yourself better. No, nah, bro. It's all right. I'm, I'm glad you, you read me the warning label. Exactly. Because <laughs> some of them think it's cute. They do. They think it's cute to be, well, ah, da, 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 da. and then when the man put him in his place, see, that's what I need. I need a man to, now see when that man go upside your head. <laughs> then it's a, well, I just took it a little too far that time. And da, da, da. no. If you want, if you want parts of it, you're going to get all of it. Because right, all of that exactly. comes with it. Right. So this, this, this is my biggest pet peeve since I started hearing this. And I'm sick of it. This oh. alpha male, beta male BS. Now we got women out here calling themselves alpha females. What yeah. are you talking about? So I've, I've come to the conclusion that we don't have it figured out. So what we try to do <laughs> is we try to try to psychoanalyze certain mm -hmm. things that don't need to be psychoanalyzed, right? So I'm going to say, you know, because I act like this, I'm going to group myself in this particular thing. I'm an alpha female. So it's okay because I'm just an alpha female. And that's how, no, your behavior is not okay. Thank you. <laughs> you know, it's like you 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 end up seeing all these people separating themselves into different genres and different archetypes and different, you know, stereotypical like definitions and all this kind of stuff. No, we are all people, we are all different, but yet and still at some internal point, we're all alike. So when we put a label on ourselves to excuse our behavior, it does nothing to help us or anyone around us in our healing process or their healing process whatsoever. Instead of subscribing to some fictional bullshit, yep. which is what it is, and the alpha male, all of that stuff, all of that has already been debunked mm -hmm. as something that was made up. Instead of doing that, go get some clinical terms from a mm. therapist. Mm. Something mm. that's been tried and true and studied. Because mm -hmm. this fictional stuff that y'all are coming up with is totally ridiculous. Every time I hear somebody call themselves an alpha, I immediately red flag because you don't mm -hmm. know yourself. Because right. you're a person who doesn't have their own identity and they're wanting to be long somewhere and they're wanting to feel like they're accepted somewhere they they cling to these type of hashtag uh popularized um labels that people are putting right. out there I, when i first heard it i was like what so y'all comparing yourself to a pack of wolves right Come on, exactly. man. Y'all sound stupid. The crazy part I've been about trying that is... to hold it back, but y'all sound <laughs> dumb. Crazy part about that is that they 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 no man is gonna say, 
Oh, I'm a beta male. Nobody, no, because of the way that they do it. Every man go sit there and think he's an alpha. Exactly. Uh, you know what I'm saying? But that's, it's, it's, it's all like basically like terminology that makes themselves feel cool. That yeah. they psychoanalyzing themselves. And like I say, again, it's an excuse for them to act out and be brat, bratty or, you know, be assholes and not do the work that they need to build themselves as a better person. All right, I'm I'm the alpha. I'm the leader of the pack. Ain't nobody following you. So you right. just what what's this saying? It says um a leader, a leader who has nobody following them is only taking a walk. <laughs> you just funny. taking a walk, sir. You ain't got no pack. Right. Shut uh, your you silly say, self up. Would you say love? I've met one guy who says he's a beta male. So that's very rare. <laughs> but he's possibly like, you know what? I ain't even trying to go the route that these dudes are trying to go. Let me, I'm a beta male. <laughs> <laughs> or the, the simp. I've I've been saying, okay, whenever a man who claims he's a an alpha and he calls another man a simp, I, I want to talk to the simp because the simp got sense. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because half the time when when they use that definition or that word simp. They use it in a negative light to define somebody who is most of the time actually has a successful relationship going on. And I'm gonna I'm gonna equate that simp simp means sympathy, empathy. Mm. So I'm gonna I'm mm. equate it to that. So at least he has some form of emotional intelligence yeah. that you don't have, sir. Right. Exactly. So I, I'll go that route. Exactly. That's that's important. That EI is very important. As as, as Ursula say, emotional intelligence. <laughs> and then what it does is it creates a class, a group of women who feel like they can define what a real man is and what a man is. You can tell me what type of man you want. But you cannot define manhood or what a man is. Mm -hmm. Same way a man can't say what a woman is. Because right. all men are not the same. Just because you meet a man who is in tune with his emotions, emotional intelligence, knows how to express himself, doesn't make him weak or soft. Nope. But if that's all you've ever been known, that's the only example you've ever seen. And you think that is what real manhood is. When you encounter a man who's different from that, you automatically lump him in the category of weak, soft, simp, beta. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and you're, you're, you're foolish. Right. And you know what's crazy? We're even doing it right now when we use the term beta in this scenario. We we automatically, our brain thinks alpha strong, beta weak. Right. right? You know what I'm saying? And this is, again, psychobabble that a lot of people who don't really have no therapy, you know, decide to throw out there to use to excuse their bad behavior, as, it, as Queen just said. Yes. To, to, it, to excuse their bad behavior. Exactly. And, and, and it, it, They've done it though. They've because as yeah. soon as I hear that word, I automatically assume this person is about to say something stupid. Yep. Negative, misogynistic, 
Mm-hmm. And I don't want to hear it. if you've labeled yourself that and you don't even really know the history behind it and you don't know where it came from. I, I assume you ignorant. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Let's see. We can take it further with the signs blaming it. That too, Queen Cole. Oh, I'm a Capricorn. This is what we do. And this would be. Mm-hmm. I'm a Scorpio. We just hot. We hot headed and all that stuff. If you don't go sit down somewhere. There's a lot of people that I mean, now I've read a lot on the, the astrological signs and things like that. And one of the things that they um, uh, what study was it? And I, and I wish I could quote them, but they were saying that people, once they learn their signs, they don't really exhibit the behavior of that sign until once they learn what their sign is. And they did this experiment where they told people who were born before they even knew what the signs were, they were born in April that they were uh, cancers and people that were born in November that they were Pisces and, you know, Mm -hmm. all those types of things. And so, you know, and had what those particular signs do, those people matched the energy of what they were told they were. Mm. So all it is is nothing has to do with the actual time you were born. It all has to do with the fact that, hey, this is what you're told your particular sign does. Okay. And they just fit into that. Yep. Now, I don't know how true it is. They may need, may need more studies. I don't know. <laughs> People say that. I mean, I'm an Aries. People say you act like an Aries. I act like an Aries? I don't even know how Aries <laughs> act. Some people say I act like a cancer. I have a lot of that. <laughs> so, yeah. Mm. But don't let it blame you. Oh, oh, I'm I'm an Aries, so you know how we is. So right, you know, no, no, right, You're an asshole. That's what you're <laughs> and, thank you. Don't blame it on the, the day and the night you was born, because you can fix right. that if you want to. <laughs> right, exactly. And and so the to to sum everything up, I, I wanted to say that when when we feed into these misogynistic beliefs and these, these, these hierarchies, I want women to understand that when, when these things were created, they weren't created with you in mind. They were created by men for men. So really there's nowhere for you to fit in. You, they factored you in as a resource. Mm-hmm. not as a partner or a benefactor in the right. system. And it's usually a lot of times me and getting to be together, setting up systems to, to, to position themselves mm-hmm. to gain power. Yeah. And women don't fit into that anywhere, but since we've been inundated into it, and we're trying to carve out some place in it, we've adopted the same mindsets and behaviors that were used against us to oppress us, Mm. to oppress other women so that we can at least get some form of power in that system. And Mm. if you, all you have to do is just take that, juxtapose that on top of racism it's the exact same thing black people 
this system was not set up with black people in mind. We had to figure out our place in it. And and as they say, get in where you feeding in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, exactly. And that's what misogyny is for women. And when you in turn adopt those beliefs and then turn them on your fellow woman, you're now becoming the oppressor. Right. And it's all about power, like you said. You know, everybody wants to feel a little powerful. Right. You as know, long as feel like they got control. As long as I'm not at the very bottom and I can look right. down at somebody else, then I feel like I'm I'm okay. At least I'm at least everybody's not on top of me. At least I get to stand on top of somebody. Exactly. exactly. And we should not want that. I don't want to stand on top of anybody to get what God has for me. Right. You shouldn't have to, you know, I mean, because God is reaching down. I shouldn't have to climb over somebody else to, 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 to get a blessing. Right. You know? And there's always going to be people in this world that do things, say things that we don't believe in, but we still have a responsibility to, Treat everybody with respect as long as is it it's not something that's life or death or something that's gonna cause harm to the greater population. Um, I mean the what people wear and how people dress, that's trivial. We don't need right. to be in competition about that type of stuff. We don't need to be, we shouldn't be. Yeah. So we see I it a lot though. <laughs> I wrote down some some quotes that that are familiar that we've heard that we probably don't even realize is misogynistic. Mm-hmm. Men, men wouldn't treat you like that if you didn't dress like that. Men wouldn't treat you like that if you didn't act like that. Or women are too sensitive. They can't handle brutal honesty. Mm. And I thought about that. Brutal honesty. So you're going to beat me upside the head with the truth. Right. Which which is, I mean, to me, I feel like, you know, if you have to be brutally honest with somebody, then you don't need to be honest with them. You know, you should be able to approach someone in a loving way and let them know exactly what's going on. There are some people who say, well, they're not going to react to it unless you come at them, you know, in a certain way. Uh, most times, no. Try it. We'll see if that helps. <laughs> yeah, because you know? the thing about it is if if you if you're really wanting to deliver to the truth to somebody, mm-hmm. are you doing it for your own satisfaction or are you really wanting them to get the truth? Because you mm-hmm. gotta give them the truth in the way they can receive it, not in the way you feel like giving it. Right. A lot of times the whole brutally honest thing is you want to get off on your power trip. On mm-hmm. somebody, so you want to tell somebody off. You want to tell them how it is, mm-hmm. you know, and 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 all of that is is catering and boosting your own ego because you're not approaching them in a loving way. You're approaching them in a way where you're beating them down mm-hmm. with a fact or a truth instead of letting them embrace the truth or giving them truth on their level. Right. You know? So it's it's all about the power. That's exactly 
what I've been seeing a whole bunch of these people, these men who are defending Kevin Samuels and they're so upset with women. Oh, y'all just mad at him because he, they told you, he told y'all the truth and y'all couldn't handle it. He, he didn't care about delivering truth. He cared about delivering toxicity and, and clickbait and, and, and insults. And y'all ate it up because that's what y'all wanted to see. If he would have came at the women and spoke to them in a respectful way, in a loving way, y'all wouldn't even stay around and watch it. Well, see, that's the whole point of it. Like, I, I'm, I'm not even going to speak on too, too much, but I will say that one of the things that he did was he literally was toxic. He was purposely toxic. And it was really so that he could get a lot of people don't know this, but Kevin Samuels used to be a uh, a, a fragrance guy. And oh, yeah. you know, I'm a fragrance guy. You know, so when I see that, when I saw the, the, the move to that, and it's basically it was successful. It was a, a successful move because he understood that people like that toxicity. For some reason, people was tuning into this. And we always say that we don't want this. Oh, and, 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 and we, we, but we do. It's like um, they, they talk about reality TV, right? And we talk about these shows that, you know, the love and hip hops and the, you know, the real housewives of New York and, or, or Atlanta. And we're like, we don't like this type of trash. We need some positive type of reality shows. They tried that. They gave nobody you watched the mans. it. They gave you the mans. Nobody watched it at all. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm -mm. Nobody wants, we would rather see the train wreck. Mm -hmm. than, the, than the meadow, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> because the meadow is peaceful. The meadow ain't got no action. But mm -hmm. this train wreck, oh, they got stuff going on. And that's kind of the, the whole thing with, with the Kevin Samuel scenario. Whether he believed a lot of that stuff personally, it's hard to even say because half the stuff he was doing was inflated. So, But at the same time, there were people who took his word as gospel. Yeah. And that caused a problem. Because there were people who were legitimately, especially men, who were legitimately thinking that this is the way that you should talk to women. This is the way they would get their kicks on it. The yeah. real problem is that there were women who were listening to his show all the time saying, this is how you need to talk to these women. This is how. And it goes right back to the misogynistic part that we're talking about. We should mm -hmm. never be talking to each other in a form that is not love. You yep. feel me? But that's what exactly what he was doing. And that's exactly what these women who were listening to his show weekly, because his audience was mostly women, were literally sitting there and looking down on these sisters that were calling in, you yep. know, and, and yes, they volunteered for it. But they were getting kicks on the fact that that was their own little piece of misogyny. Every yeah. week. And I, I get to feel misogyny. Yeah, I get to feel superior to right. her. At least my situation is better than hers. Mm -hmm. And, and even if it wasn't, even if it wasn't better than hers, he's still telling her about herself. She thinks she all that because she got two degrees. Oh, she mm -hmm. thinks she all that because and literally they were just tuning in, watching people get torn down. Yep. That's the real problem. Society is weird like that. Society is masochistic. Mm -hmm. They get Very a much. kick off of seeing people destroyed. They yeah. get a kick out of it because there are so many broken people, so many people in pain out there. 
if they can escape from their own pain temporarily to watch somebody else in pain, right? They get a kick out of that, and that's sick. That's sad. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and and it goes back to the masochistic scenario. That's that little piece of power, mm-hmm. you know. I, I, you know, a lot of women would would watch like Kevin Samuels, and there's other ones. There's there's another um another young lady who who got our name that be doing the same. Type oh of yeah, stuff. oh yeah. I yeah. And, I can't even and, tolerate her. <laughs> and she she rails women all. She is the example of what the show we talking about is. Yeah. She's the example, the Prime. shining example of it. You know, she will get on a show and talk to women like they are, you know, a piece of trash. Yeah. And continue to try to down her. And now, because but she also uses a lot of her sexuality to get a mostly male audience. You know, in her scenario. Yes. So she's really sadistic. She is. She is. She's really sadistic. And she knows because she watches the show. I know she watches the show because she will change certain things on her show weekly to in, in, in echo of what we do. When we change the show to Dope Discussions Live, she started putting Dope Discussions Live in all of her uh, her messaging. She watches the show. Ah, okay. She so, thinks she's slick. <laughs> yeah. She watches the show, so she she's but she knows that 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 what she's doing is trying to garner an audience and being you know very hurtful to the women that are out there. I mean, it's 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 crazy. So she recognizes she it's a money grab too. She recognizes it's a money grab and these bitter, broken men will throw money at you to keep yep. the insults coming to, to right. the women. Exactly. As, as long as you're not blaming us and you're blaming the women, we'll keep paying you. We'll keep throwing our money at you. Right. And, and her show has more men than Kevin Samuel's show has because Kevin Samuels would at least talk about the men, too. Right. She never talks she, about the men. She does not. And she <laughs> will... You know, all men are kings, all women are hoes. Yep. <laughs> that's that's just what it is. That's so sad. When yeah. you sell your soul like that, mm-hmm. I, I, I pr- all I can do is pray for you. Yep. <laughs> well, thank y'all, everybody, for joining us, for adding to the conversation in the chat room. We, uh, we so appreciate y'all. We will be back next week. Sunday, same time, same place. I'm trying to think about. Oh, we got Queen Cole next Sunday. Yes. She's going to be our special guest, and we're going to be talking about the power of saying no. We're going to be talking about. No, no, no. Yes. Make your no, (laughs) make your no, no, and your yes, yes. (laughs) <laughs> right so we're oh, going to be yeah. talking about that next weekend next Sunday y'all come back and join us yep yep and we will see y'all again next Sunday let me let me get myself queued up you want to you got us anything you want to close us out with Gator nothing really looking for us next week's show and just know girls ladies and gentlemen and guys we love you and we're glad that you come here every Sunday Yes. Peace out.